Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne, a.k.a. Mr. Mirror Mirror on the wall. Who is the prettiest of them all? Me. And you know how it goes. Hopefully all of y'all said the rest. Call and response in this bitch. <clears throat> I'm joined with Ash, just Charles. You know, we here. He still got the new mic. We ain't got no new mic. He don't care about us. It's fine. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to move on. How's y'all weekend been? Brings it up and says he's not going to talk about it. That's gaslighting. We are gonna, <laughs> no, no, no. What I said, I didn't say not, I'm not going to talk about it. I said we aren't going to talk about it. We include you. Mm. No, I meant we as a group weren't going to talk about it. Anyway. As a <laughs> <clears throat> How y'all? Okay. Okay. I'm okay. I've been on my, my pip chronicle still. And those pips help me become a better businesswoman. So shout out to the ism right now. Because <laughs> I they? really respect that. Yeah. This one, Grandmaster Virgil came on. It made me realize something. That I'm a fucking pip. And this motherfucking game I'm about to drop on y'all going to be so smooth. Mm-mm-mm. I had to keep my focus. They taught me how to keep my focus. Theirs was on they pimping. Mine's is on my business. And it's the same fucking principles. Okay. I respect that. Oh, I understand now. So they gave me a new vote of confidence. And I'm really glad I got to watch the OGs mm. talk about their life. What about you, Charles? Oh, there's really hasn't been too much anything going on in terms of concurrent things. So I've just been kind of chilling. Any weekend plans? Not particularly. Okay. Um. Well, Ash has a wonderful show about uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah. The Tate debate. <laughs> Shut up. Andrew Tate. Social media extraordinaire has now been banned on all platforms, I believe. And social media extraordinaire no more. <laughs> all platforms. I don't know what you did, my OG, but you ain't on none of them. None I don't know how you got all. blacklisted from thick. I don't it's know how you like, from It's Twitter. like you probably can't even get a profile on Grinder. Man. The homie is in uh, man, but whether you agree with that or not, I don't think it should happen. Only because technically free speech and all that bullshit, but I guess it's their platform, they rules, can't really do nothing about it. Andrew Tate has shot pain over recent months thanks to his brand of male targeted self-help. His content is widely shared on YouTube and TikTok and regularly attains millions of Views from like minded people. However, much of his subject subject matter is controversial and offensive. Some of it downright hateful. Here's the first one that I like to talk about because he goes through masculinity. <laughs> this one funny is about to me. I don't know how to administer CPR. However, I will not administer CPR unless you're a hot female. If you're some fat dude and you just had a heart attack and I don't really know you, you're gonna die. No, not even if you're a friend. If you're my friend, you could just you just can't be a pussy. Well, I had a heart attack. Get the fuck up. Fuck's wrong with you. Go to the hospital later. Have a drink, cigarette, a cup of coffee, get back in the game. <laughs> fuck having heart attacks near me, you little pussy. <laughs> don't, don't this you know, this level of stuff. Oh, that was so fucking funny. I do <laughs> Is it weird? That I think that some of these people are somewhat necessary. So that means people can basically, so that means you can know how so stupid some people are. So that means when they can share a video, you know to steer clear of them. 
That's some cold shit. That's some cold bloody shit. He said, oh, right. fat ass. So, we, so we don't like this? Is that, is that you what like you like it? You agree? I yeah, mean, you do. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree. Get your but I no, like the energy. And I think that's what people like about it. It's Girl, that not shit was funny as fuck. It's not necessarily. That's the dumbest thing I've heard. <laughs> and, but he no, said it with like, such utter confidence. Yes. It's not the dumbest thing. Let me break it down. First he said, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no breaking this down. Yes, there is. He said, I'm no. not giving no, if you a fat random nigga, no CPR for you. No, he didn't even say no. He he, he didn't he even start off with that. He said, "If you a I random ass nigga, that. and he's like, if you not a hot bitch, I'm not about to give you CPR. I'm not about to put my mouth on yours. At that point, you're conscious. Your life. That means you're not in this for CPR. <laughs> you in this to be making out with random women when they've passed out, which this is weird. Just got I would give. Ooh. No, he probably does CPR talks. That's not." Anything crazy? What? Wanting to make out with passed out women is not crazy. That no, no, no. <laughs> saying that his friend, if you had a heart attack, get your ass up. Like I, how? <laughs> oh, that shit is some crazy ass shit. You clutching your chest. <laughs> yeah. That is some funny ass shit. You niggas is not. What you need? Oh my god! You need some water. <laughs> Why are you on the floor? This nigga collapse and start holding down. See, the funny thing about these do? types of things is those are the types of people with it's just like in distress to get this heart attack. If he'll be the person in distress, and I just kind of want people to look down at him and be like, Aren't you gonna help me? Get up. Rub some dirt on it. Here, do this line of blow. It'll get you lot. It'll get you right. <laughs> I just think this is so fucking funny. All right, let's go to the next one because I clearly am in the minority of this <laughs> one. Like, I because I, I just don't think that that's too bad. I just think it's like, I feel like you, sir. I will let you die when I can save your life because you are not hot. The fact that he called, he yeah, what's wrong? He that? went well, the extra well and just called this nigga a pussy. You little pussy ass nigga. You're conscientiously choosing Damn, to let what? someone die when you can do something about it when, when like when it's right in front of you. So. <laughs> like, hey, I, no, all right, now, 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 I have more questions. <laughs> so, if you have the ability to save a life, and you see it just slipping away in front of you, you should stop that. Uh, why? What kind of question even is that? Don't you want to save people lives? You know, for nothing, just like maybe I should do something to help. You know. At that point, I'm just—I didn't say how I felt one way or the other. I'm just asking. No, but the question—one, the question, well, the question is leading. It's not. Yes, it is. You sitting up here with that big ass smile on your face. I'm just curious. It's like as to why you're you supposed to, to help someone who's dying. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, sure. You said, <laughs> well, because you said supposed to. Before I was going to say, no, you guys make it feel like you have to, but you said supposed to, so yeah. Like you're supposed to do this. So why? Yeah. Why are you supposed to? I don't know. Somebody needs your help in front of you. I mean, and... I I have a big thing on like, I don't know. I have more obligations to do certain things. And then when someone's life is on the line, I feel like depending upon, oh, this person, it's just like people like if someone wouldn't have done something like that, my one of my friends could be dead right now. Like 
my friend had a heart attack inside the middle of a basketball court. And if somebody, if if a random runner wouldn't have stopped and actually helped the person, they they could be dead. That's true. So if everyone ran around with this type of selfish mentality, I'm just going to worry about me type thing. What I said. No, 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 no. But you said you don't have to. Yeah. If someone, but if everyone ran around with, I don't have to do this, then nobody's going to step up. That's not true. The runner didn't have to stop, but they did. Because it's, I guarantee you, they're not running a cost benefit analysis inside their head. Because this comes across as very... Not once did I say that, hey, the risk of this is too great. I didn't say that I was running a cost-benefit analysis. All I asked was, do you Why have to... Why do I have to? to do something about this? Yeah, Do you have to? Why? Like, you don't have to. Good people choose to. But we see plenty of videos of people watching people that are pushed into the subway and they're just down there stuck and can't get up. And then they let them get hit by trains. You see... Plenty I don't of see times. videos like that. Okay, I'm not saying that we've. We, 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 <laughs> Last that. dude I saw, literally, <laughs> I literally saw a dude who was the guy was actually connecting the current. Dude jumped onto the actual train tracks, lifted him up, and saved the dude's life. I'm not saying that good people don't exist. I'm just saying that clearly it was a choice. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, because in my head. I understand not wanting to put your mouth on somebody who's just like I get that, but I'm not gonna sit there and do nothing. Most likely, more than not, I'd feel bad if I was just like, huh, you know what I'm saying? So I guess because I don't want the regret, does that make me a better person than the person that decided not to do it? I don't know, but am I supposed to help somebody? In all fairness, no. I mean, choose to absolutely. I don't know. I don't even understand why he's having this conversation because he's not even legally allowed to really be running around and giving CPR. Okay. Yes, I am. No. Well, he's not. Oh. And did you get your certifi- CPR certification restarted this year? Not this year. You can't. I mean, <laughs> then I could just watch you die. I mean, you're legally you're legally actually depending upon what it is, you might. Actually, it's weird because the way the law is set up, you might be better off because if you fuck something up, you can be held liable. See? So, even society says that you're not supposed to save people's lives. Unless you're certified to do so. Because, like, you shouldn't be administering certain things unless you know how to do it. Like, you can't be out here giving CPR. It's just like... You out here chanting, staying alive while pushing their stomach up and down. You're not doing I shit. I don't think that <laughs> I should have to consistently recertify. Like, as becoming a firefighter, that was a pretty core part of, like, training and, like, hey, this needs to be, like, on point and you need to know what type of damages that you're potentially going to cause when you're you about to break on, some ribs. Yeah, on people's rib cages because that's where you're really pushing and compressions are more important than breath. Like, you gotta keep, you gotta I feel keep. like, hey, I didn't go just take a test, but I know my shit. But if you want me to let that nigga die, <laughs> I just go out to just watch it and be like, damn, man, they told me I can't even save you. You gonna sue me. Oh, uh, so if you can't perform CPR unless you certify or you if something goes wrong. 
Yeah, because so if you do something wrong, you could be held liable by the family, okay. or you do something wrong, but you pressed a little bit too low. You press like you pressed too low. You broke Some a rib. You shit. you pressed it into their lung. They're dead now. More so because so you of can't you. Say nobody's like you. Literally sitting there like, damn. Well, no, I can fuck me I mean, up? it's also because of the law is literally. <clears throat> is it because? Depending upon who you are, if you're dealing with the textualist, you're fucked because you did break the law. If you are looking at things with context and nuance, nine times out of ten, they like a person like that wouldn't actually have any charges or anything brought against them because like you're obviously trying to help this person. A mistake was made and maybe I mean, and this person probably still wouldn't would not have survived if you wouldn't have actually done anything. But that's some crazy ass shit. Yeah, it's an entire nuanced conversation. All right, so I'm going to read both of these. Okay. I think they're two separate quotes, but I think it leads to a bigger conversation. Men who live without self-control are the kind of men who cry when their girlfriends cheat on them because she certainly does because she doesn't respect a little crybaby and she's only with you because she's ugly as fuck and she has to settle for a little soy boy pussy like you. It's two different ones when I'm reading together. If you choose, if you could choose to build yourself, should I just do one? Should I do both of them? Oh, fuck I it. I don't know. We if you could ever... choose to build yourself from the ground up, like from a video game, just take characteristic boxes and build yourself. Nobody would choose to be a liberal soul boy. They would choose to be a small, weak guy who has to cry when he gets upset. I don't even understand. And so they wouldn't choose to be a liberal what? Soy boy. Yeah. It's basically saying you have a bunch of estrogen and you whine about everything. If you could choose to build yourself from the ground up like a video. Okay, game. I get it now. Okay. You wouldn't choose to be. All right. Um, so I think they're separate. So I guess yeah, go back to the first right. one. Men who live without self-control are the kind of men who cry when their girlfriend cheats on them. Because she certainly does because she doesn't respect a little crybaby. And she's only with you because she's ugly as fuck. And she has to settle for a little soy boy pussy like you. <laughs> this nigga funny as fuck. <laughs> This nigga hilarious. So y'all can't cry when y'all get cheated on. Nah. Oh. Uh, I mean, he's really focused on soy boys. Um. I really don't I have agree anything. With this one as well. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you're crying because she's cheating on you, that probably means you probably still would have stayed with her. Because <laughs> you're not crying because she betrayed you. You're like upset that she cheated on you, which yeah. probably means that you are looking to like stay reconcile. in this, yeah, reconcile and stay in this situation. I mean, I don't stay with cheaters. Well, yeah, obviously, I based on like, a couple weeks ago, but it's just like, but, but it's, I didn't really cry when my girlfriend cheated on me. I was just kind of like, well, we done. We're, we're finished. Finite. I'm yeah, more so that's angry. How it gotta be. I'm more so angry than I am anything else. Yeah. Like for like, but, I, I don't, I've never known any woman to have cheated on me. Like if they have, they did a really good job and I appreciate that. Thank y'all for protecting my little feelings and shit. Um, so I can't really speak to it a hundred percent because I've never really been in that situation. 
but I've had women leave me and go fuck with other niggas. But I respect the fuck out of that too. Because I'd rather you be like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And then you go do whatever you want to do. Then you being weird. I guess I'd be a little torn because there's another quote in here about mental health where you say real men cry and women can cry and men can cry too. There's nothing wrong with it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong. Oh my God. I hate the person who does this. Life as a man is far more difficult than life as a woman is what he said in a different one. But I'd be torn because clearly somebody getting betrayed is like a hurtful thing. And I don't want to like contribute to the narrative that niggas ain't supposed to express how they feel. And I feel like but I also don't agree with like how they trying to do it today where like they think men should be like whining and complaining well, no, so like a woman. I'm saying this. If I walk into the house mm-hmm. and well no, let's say I find out girly is cheating on me. Yeah. And she come home and I'm there now crying and all of that. No, no, no. That's when you're like what he said. Now, if you handle that situation, hey, we I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. Or whatever you're gonna do. Oh, I'm, and then you go and handle your emotions and go through that because you're allowed to feel things. That's okay. completely different than you being emotional and crying to her about her cheating on you. Oh, just sobbing. Oh, no, she's like down gonna, in front of her face. Yeah, what is we doing? Okay. I mean, For out of what? sheer she pride, you're not gonna see no the more. You can't have that you this level. Done. You can't okay. get that. Yeah, like what are we doing? It's just like I well, if I know that you cheat on me, your shit not gonna be inside my house anymore. You gonna show up like, what are all these nicely boxed up things? Like you even gave me the specific plates that I bought. Every single iota, everything that you ever purchased inside this house, gonna be inside them boxes. Okay. And then you gonna kick, and then you just gonna kick rocks. All right. Also, I hate you. (laughs) On children. I think the most important thing anyone can do in their life is have children. When I speak to some of these feminists who are like, I don't want kids. I think you're the most miserable, stupid bitch in the world. That's you determining other people's, what other people should value. You're weird. Why are people so mad at him? (laughs) Like, I don't necessarily always agree with everything that I'm hearing. But I also don't think that it's so offensive that he needed to be kicked off of. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. I'm like, damn, wait. It's weird. That it's just like you got eyes? you bit like he got ubiquitously banned. It's just like, yeah. yo, we had a president say wilder things than this. Yeah, like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and we sitting up here like, you he can't ban it. him from social media. We'll Bro, give him a six week suspension. I'm like, niggas say that shit all the even, time. Yeah, my thing is, even if you say you disagree with his thing. It's just like some of these things are so dumb to the point where it's just like I am. If you are sharing these things, I know who I actively need to remove from my life. See, I don't even think it's dumb. I just think it's just an opinion I don't agree with. You can view that. Let's say he's ultra religious. Then you can come from a creationistic perspective of life where what we're here to do is to multiply and give honor to God. We don't multiply damn near enough. No, We've mu- we multiplied the capacity. You. No, that's not according to me. No, but the I mean, light, the what world literally I'm can't saying support. is that has nothing to do with what their doctrine says. So back to them being religious. So if that's their ideology, then you not choosing to do that can seem dumb as fuck. Why are you, why just, are you running around judging other people worry about your damn self? That's never what they do. So I don't understand why you would think that would happen now. 
Oh, this is the reason judging. why I don't necessarily care about his opinions. But that's it's why, like I don't your think opinions are because I don't see them as less valuable than anybody else's opinion on on these subjects. I don't value a lot of people's opinions on anything. I mean, that doesn't change that they're all pretty much equally valued. <laughs> they're they're equally valued is not valuable. You are literally out here casting mud and you were casting mud on the ground. See, no, I no- think you you have a judgment though that you've placed on on his type of on his rhetoric, let's say. I ju- I place a judgment on most people's rhetoric. Because if you're describing something as rhetoric, it's probably problematic. No, I mean I just knew that would be the word that you'd probably use to describe no. it. No. I wouldn't use rhetoric. I think I touched myself with this. I didn't. It didn't hurt. About it. I, it was just warm. Emilio, I see. Oh, I, I, I like mean, it. when you start using certain certain vernacular, it's just kind of like. But you identify as a feminist, don't you? Mm, I mean, I guess. I don't know what that means. Yeah or nay, bro? I mean, do I think everybody should be treated equal? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is technically what the definition of a feminist is. Oh, okay. So do you consider yourself a feminist or no? I mean, by yeah. definition, yes. Okay. Yes, he's a feminist. Oh, so that's why you're mad. I'm he's sorry. like an in-between. <laughs> no, not particularly. I don't <laughs> necessarily think. I'm joking. Charles I'm is in between the definition of a feminist and a new age feminist. He's a lot more liberal and he'll call it logic and what should happen, but it's a moralistic perspective of things, which is really a liberal perspective. It's where they come from. It's like, these are the right things to do. That's morality based. I suppose. I mean, I'm not saying that it's... Uh, you're not saying... That. You're not attributing right or wrong to it. I'm yeah, not, I'm just, I understand you're not necessarily saying the adjustment. I don't necessarily... Like, the fundamental definition of a liberal is that we all... At nauseum, we are for more guarantees from the federal government and the federal government establishing more rules and so on and so forth. For a conservative, is for smaller government. My problem more so is, is that conservatives currently aren't really for less government like they're not they're for more government just governing the things that they care about like a lot of abortion and stuff like that well I disagree with that um They don't want big government governing anything. They want it left to local government. So they removed big government from governing abortion and now have put it back in the hands of each individual state. Which I mean, is right in line with a small government ideology. I don't necessarily think that. I mean, conservatives say they want less government ad nauseum. So making laws and telling making laws that tell people what they can or cannot do is seems seems more counterproductive to their entire line does the mic run good if you don't talk into it i don't know how this one works if you should yeah i mean it's still picking up on me am i in the middle yes okay all right i'm gonna use that one and see because i feel like you should be talking i'm gonna listen back because i feel like you should talk into it 
uh, probably should be talking closer to it, but my voice is also lower. And also, this is all smaller than it normally is. How's that look better? No, I just um, didn't care about that. I cared because I was like, it's probably obviously picking him up. But what it I want to sound is, better. sound like he's like picking up from the side or... Am I far away? Yeah, Am like I how close? Is it? Yeah, okay. like how does that sound? Because I sense. don't know if it picks up like how these ones do. No, 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 no. This is uh, this is a cardioid mic, so it is definitely more to the top. Originally, I was gonna get hypercardioid, so it means they would actually pick up all that stuff. But I'm not gonna go to a technical conversation inside the middle of the podcast. What's Y'all done. You almost sent me down a whole tangent. Uh, what's the next uh, quote, Ash? Just before we get you, you almost you dumb you almost fucked up. I like this one. This isn't about money. There's an elite club that you're not in, and none of the people are arguing about the dumb shit you're arguing about. So you can say racism, the inner whatever intersexuality, whatever. So if you're looking at this race thing, you feel like going on the street and marching. You need to drop that crap and get your money up and transcend. Implying money is the thing that's going to cause you to transcend is power causes you to transcend. A lot of people apply power to money, but it's not really. I agree. With like that. money does not necessarily get you anything. It's like it could get you into certain rooms, but it's not going to get you in. I disagree with. No, there's no. It's not going to get you in the rooms that you really want to be in. But it will get you to mind your own business, won't it? <laughs> Instead of worrying about things that really just be kind of frivolous. And no. they don't never really move you forward. So. I don't think so. Because I think that the people that are... The people that are in the most disadvantageous positions don't have time to worry about marching. So they don't. But their money still ain't up. They're working hard as fuck. You're saying the people that march are a little bit more. Yeah, they're they're more up because they have the ability to do this. Mm-hmm. Fuck is you talking about? Yeah, most people don't have the capacity to just randomly take that take off a day and then just go run. Yeah, around hey, no, I'm gonna be gone for a week and I'm gonna go do this. Mm-hmm. I'm about to just march down the street because I can afford to miss time at work. Yeah, you think about the luxury. It's like the sheer luxury of just being able to sit down, me being able to go and be like, I'm taking a week off from work. Bye. Jordan Peterson actually brought up, he was on a guest with somebody and he was talking about how the people that I keep telling us that race is an issue and defund the police are actually more privileged people trying to tell these other people how to live their lives. Oh, yeah. And I always thought that was very interesting. I'm like, well, that's, damn, yeah. who else is lobbying for this except for niggas in colleges, young college students who think like, I guess maybe is it a matter of guilt that they have this money that they should be imposing? No. You know these uh, like ideals on yeah on people who you know what I'm saying like if you live in the hood oh uh, if you live in the hood the police aren't doing that great of a job anyway I would say that I don't think it's guilt mm-hmm. I think that what you have is and what people who I guess haven't had the college experience don't recognize is when you go through life if you don't like discover yourself. Like, that's kind of typical for, like, people who go to work right out of high school. Like, they just kind of fall into a set routine, watch shit. But there are other people who do that and then still, like, reach a point of, like, seeing the world for, like, what's going on. 
college for all it's good and bad does a lot of smacking you in the face with reality of like everything that's happening and then also dealing with very different opinions and ideals, especially if you go to the bigger colleges where yeah. you have lots of people coming in from different states and different countries even where the way that they view things is completely different from where you view things. So you get charged up and energized because everybody else is just passionate. And so it's a super collider. All choose like one passion to follow. That's, that's where it goes. So I don't think that it's guilt necessarily more of their first taste of what life's like struggles are and them what life is in a real sense of like it's tragedy and negativity and them moving from childhood to adulthood and rallying against that because if you notice by the time they're around 30 they stop marching and start having kids and start being middle class stay-at-home moms or soccer moms and doing that Mm -hmm. and they're no longer really fully entrenched in that. They still hold those ideologies, but they're not entrenched in doing the march and things like that because so they no it's longer, the same way. Yeah. But I mean, it's quintessentially just the naturation of like the, yeah, they're loud about it, but it's like the college students are just loud about it. But a lot of, a lot more people probably hold those ideologies because a lot of people go to like, a lot of people end up going to college or doing things like that. Not saying you can't come out of college a conservative, but nines out of like, and also, depending upon where you go to, that's really good. I, I just think college opens your mind up to just different ideology. You can become conservative and be like, I disagree with a lot of this, or I want to take some of this in, or even I want to take some of this in and still be conservative and be like, I like these ideals, but I still believe that this, this, this are also like fundamental. Way, fundamental, yeah. So it's I like. You could go to college and you could come out a true conservative and say that you really shouldn't be making you really shouldn't be telling people what they should be doing in nauseam. It's just like, oh, well, I mean, we don't like we don't really have the right to be making laws about what anybody should be doing with any of their bodies. So. Fuck it. But. It's just kind of the way that people. I mean, it's just kind of the way people look at it. As a person who's gone to college, I think it forces you to deal with a lot of stuff because you walk, you deal with people from every single walk of life. Poor black, poor white, rich black, which right people from every single different culture. You you it forces you to see like the reason why I know a lot of things about a lot of different cultures is just like we look at ourselves like we're the only people with some of these opinions where a shit ton of people have a lot of the same opinions as a lot of the people that we don't like here. Like China is pretty authoritarian, North Korea, uh, like we, a lot of us fetishize a lot of these Asian countries. They, they're super racist too. It's just like racism just isn't a here problem. It's a pretty ubiquitous problem everywhere. Colorism just doesn't exist here. It exists inside of other cultures and other things. It's just, it gets you out of this this is just the us problem and as opposed to this is like kind of a worldwide thing that we all need to deal with and we should kind of be handling ourselves as opposed to reaching out and dealing with other people's shit. I don't think racism is like, we should all just get along. No, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I'm not going to, you should stop it now. I don't care. Well, <laughs> what you're saying, what you're saying is if they don't like you, they don't like you. Mm-hmm. That's different from disliking. Color. 
Yeah, just dislike. It's goofy and it's stupid in and of itself. So me fighting it is a me expelling energy that I just don't give a fuck about. Like <laughs> it's funny. Like just walk away. And if you can't walk away and it's danger afoot. You know, catch these fifty cuffs and then I'm walking away. But no, I'm not fighting you. It's just dumb. You're just, this is dumb. If you will put it's your hands on me because of the color of my skin, you yeah, are going to get put down. But most likely that won't happen. Unilaterally. I guess I feel like... How did I feel? What were we talking about? We can go to the next no, one. No, I'll take up repeat this because I, I definitely had a feeling. But y'all just kept talking. The it, it made me lose it. No. But yeah. Just, just you had a feeling. Tonight's gonna be a good night. Charles interrupted. I just was like, oh, I didn't my, my thought left my head. Who's there? Okay. There's an elite club that you're not in, and none of them are arguing about the dumb shit you're arguing about. So if you're looking at race, the race thing, you feel like going on the street and marching, you need to drop that crap, get your money up, and transcend. Oh, no. I know what I was about. I have a feeling that, um, there's not even a feeling. I feel like, um, the way that I view things is racism is only an American problem. Mm. There's not too much. There's not a heavy emphasis on colorism here. Like, oh, I if guess they consider is... you black, that's because then that's not your race. But if you're Hispanic looking, they aren't really tripping on how dark you are. Now, they don't like Hispanics, but Asians want you to be as light as possible. They don't care if you're yellow Asian. Yep, if you're from Thailand or yeah, anything. like colorism here isn't the 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 main like fetish. It's definitely racism, but abroad it's definitely colorism. Yeah, pretty much unilaterally. But like, I think that creates this weird dynamic where people are like, "Oh, we understand." No, I think we have different struggles. Right. They're shitty and they're similar, but they're different, and that's that's cool. But yeah, no. Colors, 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 colors. All of us are colors. I'm orange sometimes. What? I got the blonde hair. I'm getting there. There's no more Hennessy. I'm very disappointed. Y'all drink it all. Oh, shit. God damn you. God damn you. Okay, this is a <laughs> one of the largest things that hold people back from wealth is the people around them. If we get 20 people, 20 fully grown men in a room, even if all 20 are working normal jobs, but they pull their spare income, you would be rich. The problem is finding 20 people you can trust. Yes. Is he wealthy? He's right. Yeah, he really wealthy. He's correct. He ain't married though, but he does have a lot of money. Like an inexhaustible source of money that can make it last through multiple generations, or is he just rich? <laughs> That's the thing. Is I don't know. A lot of these self help people say they're wealthy and then they end up broke inside of a few years. I don't so, know so, so when a lot of people talk about wealth, it's just like yeah, if you put twenty people together. I mean, yeah, if you put twenty people together and they can take all their spare and they can remove their spare income and they can make investments together. Yeah, you have more buying power, so that means you're actually going to, if you all are cons- put a concerted effort into it, yeah, you're good. But, um, I mean, yes, objectively, he is correct, because who even has 20 friends? 
like 20 actual friends. Most people don't. I'm I mean, so but if you had 20 people that you felt like were like-minded, had this similar ideology, and y'all could realistically reach a goal together. Doesn't mean I trust them. I mean, but that's what I mean by like-minded. You feel like you could reach a goal. Then you would feel like, all right, then we probably can pull our money and do this together. And you feel confident in that. I think that's what he's more speaking to than necessarily like people that you consider like, oh, this is someone that I'm really cool with and have a wonderful like interpersonal relationship. I'm not a minister talking about talking about it. I can actually trust them to do what they said they're going to do. I know, but that's what he's saying. I don't I don't know 20 people who but I trust. That's I can what do he's this. saying is the problem. Yeah, the problem I mean, is like people you can trust. Yeah, that's the problem. But if Charles. that's just an not like yes, it's a statement. <sighs> I don't know why you feel like you're so against this. But it's not, I'm not it. necessarily against it. I don't know. It just sounds like hot hair because it's like, yeah, no one knows twenty people who they can actually trust to do these things. So I also you don't say that's true. I don't think no one knows 20 people. I think that's incorrect. Like I'm actively working on trying to develop a broader network of people that I can depend on and can count on me in a resource and I can count on them as a resource. That's like an actual goal of mine. So I don't think that it's um, correct that not everybody has 20 people. I think that it takes work to develop that, but I think that that's, Something that if you are trying to reach another level, it's probably something that you should work on. It's building a network of people that, hey, because if you have an accountant, then you tr- you are trusting them with your money. If you have a financial advisor, you're trusting them with your money. If you have someone who stewards any part of your business acumen, you're trusting them with your money. To capacity. Same thing with, so those are part of the 20. Like you need to have a level of trust. So I feel like, that div- I mean, for a lot of these things, I'm going to be a part of the decision making process and things of that na- nature. So trusting them to execute on the minutia is different from the. But how tr- much do you know about accounting? Uh, numbers need to add up and I need to know where all my money is going and where it's all coming from and so on and so forth. So. But if you have a large amount of money coming in and they're doing the accounting for it. And at the end, the book looks right. What are you going to say if you go through it and it looks correct? How are you going to be able to tell that it's a cookbook? Because I should still know how much money is coming in from where. I should be able to, like, there's, like, if I have all this money coming in, I should still know where my money is coming from. I should know how much I'm coming in and know how much is generally going out. Like, I understand taxes and all this other stuff, but happen but I should know flat hey what's my gross what's my expenses and if I'm expensing things I should generally know how much I'm spending so since my expenses don't match up what I what it seems like I'm spending doesn't match up with what I'm actually spending something's funky like these are this is fairly simple things and it's just like no because Let's say you expense something. Okay. And you have a whole list, litany of expenses for the yep. year. They are the ones that do your um, all your accounting. They expense more with your 
the person that does your taxes and then give you the sum that you're expecting to get back and account for that in the accounting and then keep the extra. The book has still been cooked, but everything looks correct to you. This is what they Where's do. Where's my tax filing? And where's the number that I paid? I should know that too. Those I, are easily fakeable. If you want it, if you're going to steal from people, you start faking. I mean, it. at that point, but at that point, yeah, you, you're going through all these steps and like they could be faked, but I should have access to my tax. Like I can sign into my tax stuff right now. I should still have all my tax lockets. I should be able to so you, but I can call up the like government it. and say how much I as how much I paid. Like there are I can get this information. So if you're I were saying that every year that's what you would do. You would just consistently check. I mean, one, you don't you actually a lot of people pay taxes quarterly. You don't. So not I might not check every single time I pay I pay, but I'm gonna do random checks. Yes. Cause I gotta keep keep people honest. Like there's all these horror stories about accountants and people screwing people over. So no, just because I have a lot of money doesn't mean I'm going to be a bad steward of it. I don't say you're going to be a bad steward. I just no, I, that. I think not knowing where my money is going is being a bad steward. People tricking you and hiding things isn't necessarily you being a bad steward. I know where my money is going. I know how much I need to pay in taxes. I know what my expenses look like. I, there are tools to keep track of these things. I feel like you envision the life you are talking about doesn't require an accountant. What are you talking about? Just what I said. Un- understanding my <laughs> understanding my income stream and un- understanding my outgoing stream. Um, that's nice, but generally, what your accountant is doing is understanding you as a business income stream and outgoing stream and all the revenue sources and all the tax filings and things like that and all the numbers there. Yeah, I mean, their job is to get so, you breaks I mean, and things and stuff like that. I know. My father has an accountant. I deal with accountants but, currently. What I, <laughs> What I'm saying is your father deals with an accountant that he trusts. Yeah, it's his childhood friend. Known him for all of his life. So someone like he's talking about. But how many people have accountants that they've had their entire life, known their entire lives? How many people reach the level of wealthy? And that's the difference. So you're saying it's sheer dumb luck? No, it's it's. I mean, you're saying you have to have a level of trust that my father's had. So know someone for 40 years. No, Most people don't have I didn't it. say you had to have the level of trust that your father had. I said you had to trust your accountant. I didn't say your trust had to be built on this 40-year friendship. I said you need to trust your accountant. That's what I said. And I'm saying you just can't trust random people with shit. So until this person has a track record of doing things correctly, I'm still going to do spot checks. I'm still going to do spot checks with them when they appear to do things correctly. Because you never know when you're getting screwed until it's too late. So it's your responsibility to do a certain degree of due diligence. And yeah, if they slipped it past you, they slipped it past you. 
but I'm, they're not going to slip it past me just because I wasn't looking. I'm torn between this statement because you could be surrounded by 500 rich fucking people. If you don't, I feel like as I'm learning how to network, my intentions is not to be like, I need to be around rich people, if that makes sense. Like, my goal was like, dang, I wish I had more entrepreneur women around me. And I have more now. But it's based off of our common interests and everything. So when I did ask for an accountant, they were like, oh, yeah, I'll give you the number. But that wasn't on no, I need to know this person just because I'm trying to expand my network or anything like that. Because even if you did do it and you was in this room with 500 wealthy people, what questions did you ask? And then even if you ask the questions, are you able to, because I still ain't kind of just calling accounting yet. Are you able to utilize that shit for real, for real and take it to the next level? And that is what I feel like is the truest problem. Because even if you did have your own business, like I said, obviously I need an accountant. So I have a resource for that. It's still my responsibility to follow through on those things. And we already know a whole bunch of rich, dumb people. Or we don't know them, but there are a whole bunch of rich, dumb people. So that's why I come just, I understand what you're trying to say. And for me, building my network ain't succinctly on just like, I'm doing this from a place of like, Power. I need to know this. Yeah, I need to know this. So then one day, ha, 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 ha. Like, it don't come from that. I'm really glad that the women I got to know, we actually really get along and we bond. And if we wanted to go chill and hang out, I'm sure... I've done that with the women that I've encountered for, and we had pretty deep conversations, but that's just a woman perspective. I haven't really gotten into, into uh, knowing me. I would rather so. have five people I trust <laughs> and then them have five people that they can trust. Yeah. I feel like if I, I can like, I need five people around me who I can trust their judgment. And in that they make good choices about the people who they surround them well. And that really does well. take time. Even if they was wealthy, like you said, it is hard to find trusting people and seeing how the actions go and seeing just exactly how they move to even see if I would like to continue this relationship on in that way. But like I said, as someone that's not redefining how I network, but wouldn't it be better if it didn't feel like, like I was talking to this one guy, he was in New York. I think he was in tech and he went to, he's like, yeah, I go to network means all the time. I forget where he went, but he's like, this one was different because it was supposed to be like, oh, we're networking, but it didn't feel that way because it wasn't listed as this is a networking event. It just so happened that I think he was a software engineer. We are all in this one place and we have a lot in common. So I met a lot of decent people that I like to get to know better. I think that'd be way better than just being like, you know, this is a networking event. Network. Like, or just go out and find 20 people right now. Like, uh, that's not my style personally. I wouldn't want to do that because that's just it's for me. It feel better when it's organic, when somebody really wants to break bread with you and be like, damn, I really fuck with you. We vibing. Here's some things that I know. Oh, you need help with this. Like now it don't feel like, ha ha, bitch got you. Like it don't feel like that. It's a group of people who are all using their skill sets to forward one another as opposed to. Yeah. And this then, is a very transactional thing. And even then, like, like I said, what are you willing to do with that information to build your own business for real? Because. I understand that you need people to help you with anything in life. But at the end of the day, a lot of it is just really on your shoulders and responsibility and how you choose to move forward and build what you came here to build. 
So he could be surrounded by 20 motherfuckers, but at the end of the day, that was still on Tate's shoulders to kind of move forward and either ask for the help and then act upon the help. So I don't know. I'd be torn. I agree and disagree, I guess, between those. Okay. What do we got next? Yeah. Let's go argue. Hmm? Go ahead. What's the next one? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I go out and fuck and I come back to her and I don't care about the other girl and I only love my girl. That's not cheating. That's exercise. <laughs> cardio. <laughs> it's cardio. <laughs> 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 oh, bitch, I'm out of breath. <laughs> I sweat it. I'm sure. Whatever you want to do to ju- jump through more. I mean, loops. <laughs> all I know is they threatened to take Iverson's job because he didn't practice. And now y'all want to take my job Stop because I a- do practice. Why are you out here? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, you you don't agree with that? Bye. All right. Well, this has been an episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am Tony Melbourne. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the heart, share, comment, and send Charles all the love because he needs it. I'm just done. Bye. Au revoir. Vita's in. Oh, the way he's done.